Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Hello and welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner, Parent Coach, and CEO, your Chief Encouragement Officer here at Moms Changing the World, where we are busy raising world changers one day at a time, one step at a time. So I'm super excited that we get to have a special treat today where we get to have uh, an update with uh, one of our guests from previous episode come back and share some of the incredible things she's been doing since our first episode. Anita Prendergast is an amazing parent coach who is also a massage therapist, and she is the president of uh, Massage in Schools, and we talked a lot about that in the Connection Through Touch episode, episode 41, the first time we had her on to hear more about her mom's story. So if you haven't listened to that first episode, after we check in here today, feel free to go back and go to find episode 41 to hear her full story. But she's been up to quite a bit since we last connected with her, and so I wanted to have her back to join us today. And I'm so thrilled that she's able to do that. Welcome, Anita. Thank you, Ikua. I'm so happy to be back. And thanks for inviting me back. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've uh, stayed in touch since we you know, first connected and first uh, interviewed and so many incredible things that I just had to have you share again with our community. And to tell you a little bit more about Anita, she's the good mom coach, and she works with busy parents to ditch the overwhelm and raise bully-proof kids. We're definitely going to dig in and find out more about that. Anita believes that the key to good parenting is self-care and that parents who make this a priority raise children who are more confident and compassionate. Anita has garnered the respect of the international massage therapy community to become president of the Massage and Schools Association, USA Division. She's a licensed massage therapist, certified relationship coach, and founder of Village Academy for Families, which teaches building healthy relationships through using positive touch. Anita attended a Swedish Institute of Massage Therapy and holds a bachelor's degree in exercise science from the University of South Carolina. So today we're going to be talking about her new book, Confessions of the Good Mom, where you're, you will learn her four ways to practice self-care and make motherhood easy. You will learn how you can bully-proof your kids by using the Massage in Schools program. And you can find Anita at www.thegoodmom.org. So excited to have you back to share your book. Thank you. I am so excited. <laughs> um, since the last time we spoke, I did write this book. And yes. I would just like to say for the record, thank you so much for this platform. 
for sharing just your connections with everyone. You are truly a, a, a gem in, in this business and I appreciate oh. it. Oh, likewise to you. I'm just uh, so thrilled that I get to link arms with such incredible moms, you know, all around the world, you know, yourself included, and that we get to share and help everybody else, right? As they're listening in, as they're reaching out to us and connecting with one another. That's the beauty of this platform. So my pleasure. Right. That's what it's all about is, you know, helping supporting moms any way we can. So definitely need it. Yes. So tell us, you know, kind of what you've been up to, you know, in getting all of this ready and in launching your book. So I'm so excited. I can't tell, but like my knees are like shaking. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about it. So I'm going to hold it up. It's called Confessions of the Good Mom, Five Truths I Told That Are Actually Lies. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, as moms, as parents, you know, we tell ourselves things that, and we believe they're true, but they're actually are not true. It's just things that we think as far as society. So the subtitle of the book is a guide to clarity, authenticity, and self-care for busy moms, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so then tell us about kind of how you, you know, laid it all out and what you know, the messages are in the book. Right. So with um, Confessions of the Good Mom, there are five truths. So basically, I go through five scenarios that I have gone through as a busy mom as a mom that, you know, I'm just chugging it along and then realize that that's, this is causing my overwhelm. You know, at a certain point, I thought everything was okay and I'm doing the right thing. Then I look and I'm like, oh my goodness, everything is just almost fell totally apart. Mm. Um, But through these steps, I was able to repair some things and really get that clarity, the often, you know, so I can live more authentic and, you know, and it just really focused on self-care. That's awesome. So, so yeah, with self-care, we talk about that a lot here on this podcast. And I love, you know, being able to really spend time understanding and, and, and encouraging and empowering women to do that. So what, you know, what do you mean by self-care and how does, you know, that act as a foundation really to everything that you're talking about? Right. Well, self-care, when we think about self-care, oftentimes we think about going to the spa and I hear nails done. You know, that kind of superficial, which is great, is definitely self-care. But in this book, I really dive into what self-care is really about. And it's, you know, the acronym EASY. I call it my easy parenting system. And the E is for expectations. So you really have to manage your expectations as part of self-care, not trying to do what other people think you should do, but really, you know, what you expect of yourself. And the A is for ask. You have to ask the right questions if you want to get the right answers, right? The S is for Mm -hmm. surrounding yourself with the right support group, because sometimes you might think someone is supportive, but they're not. So you have to really examine that. And then, of course, the Y is you. You really have to put yourself first. Nice, nice. I love seeing, you know, you break it down into such an easy to remember, <laughs> easy <laughs> steps to, you know, to navigate. Starting with, you know, expectations, you know, as I was reading your book, I was thinking about what some of those expectations that I had are and were, you know, early in motherhood. And I realized, I think I expected that I would just do everything myself, you know, that I, I was thankful that I you know, had a husband and he was very supportive, but even even with, I think, from the 
just traditional expectations of how we were raised. The woman and the mom does everything from, you know, the children to the home to working full time outside of the home. And I just assumed that I could do everything. And that expectation was not realistic. (laughs) It is so not realistic. And, you know, you hear yourself saying this too, like when you have your full-time job and then, you know, at five or six o'clock say, okay, well, I have to go to my second job which is raising the kids. I mean, really, you know, if you think about it, it's a nonstop job. And for you to think that you have to do it all yourself, that's really um, an expectation that I'm not even sure society has put on us too much as we just put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's a mix. I think there is some of the the fruit of, you know, I think the excitement of kind of women's liberation, right? That it went from women's, you know, places in the home, right, to women can do anything and everything. And thankfully, you know, we're a part of that, you know, that time and that era. And yet, you know, nothing gave, right? Especially in in more independent societies versus communal, where, you know, in my home country, Ghana, I know, especially when, you know, when I was a child, there were multiple layers of family all around us. You know, my grandmother was in the home. My aunt was there on and off. My cousin was there. My mom's cousin was there. So there were, there was a whole village of women in our home to help take care of everything that needed to be taken care of while my mom, you know, was busy teaching and being an entrepreneur herself and having a few businesses that she was, you know, uh, building at the time for her. So the expectations are different depending on what kind of a society you live in, what kind of a family, you know, you're, you know, in our society is just much more nuclear where it's the, you know, the mom, dad, and the kids, and they have to fend for themselves. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm glad you clarify that. I didn't mean, but society doesn't put the pressure as it does, mm-hmm. but compared to how it was before, I think that mm-hmm. women are now seeing that, you know, you have to practice self-care. You have to mm-hmm. put yourself first. You have to ask for help. So um, it's changing, you know, it still needs some work to do. But, you know, (laughs) or where like when women were first starting to go into the workforce, we were kind of, you know, expected to do everything, work, take care of the kids, cook, you know, everything. So we that's where the whole process of putting ourselves last came about. But it's changing. Yes. Yes. And I'm excited that we get to be a part of that change and a part of that shift so that our children, you know, have have an even better opportunity to have a better balance, you know, in all of it. And the A for ask is I realized, you know, that I, I did need to ask for more help. I did need to ask for more support. I did need to figure out, you know, how as a team, you know, my husband and I could cover the bases. And thankfully, you know, he was willing to, you know, really take on things even, even before I asked um, in some cases. And so I am very thankful that, you know, we, you know, we had each other to, to partner with and to support and I could go to him and, and we could talk through and work through, you know, where the, the gaps were and then figure out, okay, if, if, you know, between the two of us, we can't cover it, how can we then, you know, outsource to get that additional support? Right. I love the outsourcing. Right. And I think we're lucky because we do have the men in our lives who are willing and able to step up effectively. (laughs) Right. But even if you don't have that, a single parent, single moms, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. ask the the grandma, ask the auntie, ask the uncle, ask the best friend. 
you still, you know, what is, what is it? Ask and you shall receive, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> if, if no one knows what you actually need, if you don't ask for what you're at, what you actually need, then no one knows. So you can't get that help that you need at the moment. Right. So the right. asking is, is very, very important. Absolutely. And then you, yeah, you, you bring in the support, getting the support that you need can come from a variety of places, right? It can come from family. It can come from professionals. It can come sometimes from the least, you know, likely places. Right. Sometimes it can be your inner circle, but sometimes it shouldn't be your inner circle, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sometimes that inner circle is too close to you to make objective decisions on what you should do or shouldn't do around certain things. So that's when you need to get a mom coach or, you know, a therapist yeah. or, you know, someone else who's gone through the things that you're going through. So basically, you know, knowing which course, so asking surrounding yourself goes in hand in hand because you have right. to know what questions to ask to get the right solutions, to get the right people around you. Agreed. Agreed. That's great. And so then with you as, you know, the, the center you know, what are some of the tips that you provide for, excuse me, making, you know, you that, that making time, making space, making room for all of you. Right. And you is the why easy, but you is such mm-hmm. a big part that it can really just be off on its own thing right. because right. the center of you is really putting yourself first. So like I said, it doesn't always just have to be if you think of the spa treatment or, you know, but it's getting enough sleep. It's, you know, making your doctor's appointments and following, doing the follow-up visits, you know, dental work, you know, whatever it is to put, to make sure that you are at your best mm-hmm. so that you can take care of the, the rest of your family, your career or whatever the responsibilities you have. So it's really important to think of all the aspects of your self-care and well-being. Right, right. Because nobody benefits from a rundown you. <laughs> you no one benefits you from a <laughs> Exactly. So whether that's like the spirit, we say mental, spiritual and physical health, you know, so it, you know, you have to have those friendships, whether it's at church or, or mom's groups or, you know, you know, exercise with whatever it is having that community support around you. Like I said, the doctor's visit, make sure you go for your routine checkups because that's mm-hmm. important. And for me, being a massage therapist, I do like going to the spa. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think massage is important. Yeah. Massage yeah. is so good for not only your mental health, but pain, headaches, you know, mm-hmm. your physical health. It's, so that's my go-to for, mm-hmm. and that's what I recommend for parents. And, you know, with the um, Village Academy for Families, that's the main focus that I teach parents how to incorporate positive touch in their everyday lifestyle to, um, for the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah reminds me that, you know, on our episode before you definitely want to check it out. We talked about touch for all the ages and stages, which yeah. is something that is really, really key because as our children grow, their needs change and their, you know, their comforts change. And so, I'm happy to report that, you know, since that episode, I've, you know, incorporated it in our kind of nighttime routine when I'm checking in with the kids at the end of the day, instead of just, you know, sitting and talking with them, I'm close enough that I can, you know, ask permission and then I can, you know, touch their leg or massage their arm or whatever 
you know, give them a cuddle, whatever they're wanting. So thank you for that. And uh, I awesome. really appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear that. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah. And um, I think we talked about too for the older kids too to really check in with them, the teenagers. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, um a big thing. Just when you're sitting at the dinner table or, you know, just a rub on the head, you know, I think Little I tickle. did this the, the rain rubs <laughs> on the yeah. head or yeah. <laughs> you know, just a rub on the back. How you doing, honey? How you know, whatever. Right. Just that mm-hmm. physical touch that really connects, makes that connection. Yeah, yeah. And another one that kind of lost track of, but is is nice is even just as you're, you know, passing people in the home, you know, we just get so kind of like in our zone or we're doing our own thing. But even if, as you're just passing, right, that that gentle connection. Hey, like you said, you know, how are you doing? Or just that nonverbal, you know, I'm thinking about you. I love you can travel so quickly through a touch and the power of a touch. It can. It's, it's so simple and it takes a second, but it lasts yeah. so long throughout the day. You yeah. know, it's just that the memory, because it's a direct connection to your brain. Your skin is directly connected to your brain. So just to make that connection is making an imprint on your on your memory and on your senses yeah i love all that that's great that's great and so then yes as we're you know starting to to wind down you know are there some you know kind of closing messages or final you know take these tips with you as you're thinking about how to make things easy you know for yourself as a mom (laughs) yeah definitely you know following the easy the expectations asking surrounding yourself with the right people and really honoring and putting yourself first. If you model those behaviors for your children, they they pick up on that. It's not necessarily what you say, it's what you do and what they see. So modeling those behaviors helps the kids have a sense of self, have that confidence, have the empathy and respect for one another's space. And that's what I called bully proofing your kids because mm. when you bully proof your kids when kids have that confidence in themselves and respect for each other's space that they can really have that empathy and compassion for one another that's awesome and you make the connection between self-care and bully proofing kids and so you know how i guess yeah how can we you know kind of proactively bully proof our kids you know, so that is such a hot topic that is such an important you know theme um, and lesson that we as parents, you know, now have to really be more intentional about. Right. I think the best way to um, bully-proof your kids, like I said, is definitely model appropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's that E and easy, those expectations. Mm-hmm. What are we expecting of our kids? And what are they expecting of ourselves, of themselves? You know, just help them manage those expectations and even help them communicate with you and they can better communicate with their teachers or the other students. So by asking questions of them and surrounding them with just love and supportive, if you know, your surroundings are so important. So it's important to, to keep the kids surrounded by the appropriate people, right. In their mm-hmm. lives. And then mm-hmm. also to remind them to check in on themselves, do breathing exercises, you know, some of the things that we talked about in the last episode, and just really practicing that self-care for the kids. And that um, helps them, you know, yeah. not be prone to bully, to being bullied or being the bully. Right, right. And it's, it is a two-way street, right? There's both sides of the coin. And 
especially as we're, you know, we're raising confident kids, right? And we want our kids to be assertive. You know, it can, it can go both ways when it, you know, where it comes to boundaries, right? And overstepping boundaries and, and maybe not even realizing it. And so we have to help kids on both sides of the bully equation. And that's where the asking permission, like you mentioned before, with the touch and massage Mm -hmm. is important because it gets them to understand that, okay, I'm in this person's space. I need to ask if it's okay. And on the flip side, if they ask me, I'm able to say no or yes, and that should be respected. As well. Yeah. Yeah. That's all so great. I I, recently been talking to parents about this and you know what, you know, one comes to mind. And I think in this situation, you know, sometimes even at, in our own relationships as, as the parents, we can, you know, get into a situation where maybe we have a play date or we have a, a, a something that we're doing as, you know, trying to help our children, right. By setting up a situation, but then, you know, then the situation, you know, either takes a turn where, you know, the expectations are, aren't clear and suddenly you're, you know, left babysitting when you weren't expecting to be the babysitter and, <laughs> you know, or you have to now feed, you know, the child and the parent and that wasn't a part of the expectation. Oh right? Yes, yes. So, being clear, you know, clarity, yes, clarity. Yes. yes being clear yes. and asking the right questions. Yes. yes. Yeah. And one of the yeah important ways that I, you know, encouraged the mom was to really be okay with setting that boundary, you know, ahead of time, setting the expectation ahead of time. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, what about my children? I really want my, you know, my child to be able to, you know, have that connection. But I, I emphasized, you know, you're modeling healthy boundaries. You're modeling, you know, how to create a situation where nobody gets taken advantage of. Right. And even when it's hard, we have to, we have to do that so that our children see, oh, it's not okay to just go along with it when we're not feeling comfortable about, you know, the scenario, right? Right, so. exactly. I know there was a situation with my um, oldest son where I just, we just did the play dates and then one day he just said, you know what, that's not really my friend, that's your friend. <laughs> 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 I wanted him to just be entertained and you know, the parent and I were friends, but he's like, yeah, I don't, it's not really my friend. (laughs) (laughs) When they're younger, you know, we can kind of get away with a lot more of that than when they, when they grow up. Yes. We do have to start, you know, taking that into account. (laughs) Yeah. But then, you know, I, you know, realized too, that I had to be part of my me time. Right. And part of part of putting me, you know, in the equation was setting some time aside to hang out with my friends too. Didn't have to include the kids, especially if they weren't necessarily, you know, the best of friends. (laughs) And that had, that was, had to be okay. Right. Because that was a part of my self-care. And you have to, you have to respect the kids, you know, respect his um, wishes. But also if that's your friend, then, you know, carve out that time individually. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then, yeah, I think, I think we can go a long way with having some time apart from our family in when we need it to have that refresh. And then I started uh, since the pandemic, you know, having just a couple of days, you know, either overnight or two nights in, you know, a beach area, because that's my, you know, my happy spot. And at first it was like, oh, but I have to bring them with me or how are, how are they going to make it? You know, and it was all of those, you know, insecurities, but really, 
you know, they, they, they do fine, right? You set them, you set the, set the stage, right? Set the expectations. You teach them, you know, kind of the how to care for themselves and care for one another. And then you can, you know, you can have some times away, right? Where you're not doing everything all the time, but there's things that they know how to do for themselves and they'll, they'll, they survive. (laughs) They survive. And you know what? Let your partner take care. They can do it. They may not do it the same way that you would do it. (laughs) I stopped trying to to tell my husband how to manage the kids. He does (laughs) his own way. (laughs) You know, they're still there for get back and right. even if you have that extra time you know take time when if the kids are in daycare you know take that extra hour to you know go have dinner lunch um by yourself or something like that mm-hmm. so it doesn't always have to be you know someone else to take care of them just kind of carve out that time that's um already in there while they're in school or daycare or preschool something like that just that's having right. a plan so part of that's my book right. talks about Having a family game plan and just mapping it out. Having the clarity, having it all. Okay, this is my time. I need a half an hour each week just for me. And when carve out that time, you know, time blocking. When are you going to have that time? And then, of course, you have to have the time with your significant other, with your spouse or partner. So, you know, that is so important. There's another part in my book about date nights. And we just have. We love date nights, and you know now I get a little over, and they're like, "Where are you going?" You know, I'll come dressed, and like, where are you going? And I was like, "I have a hot date." <laughs> That's right. That's oh. right. <laughs> yes, yes, and the massage piece. I, you know, my one of our favorite date nights is that couple's massage, and you're reminding me that it's been it's been a minute, so we need to plan for that, put that on the calendar, yes. and make that happen. And I am happy to see in my practice that I see a lot more couples, a lot younger couples. Yeah. My clientele are getting younger and younger, and I love that. Yeah, and um, just means that they're really focusing on self care more. Yes, yes, that's awesome. Good. Well, we have you know an exciting parenting summit that's coming up, and you'll get to be you know see both of us in it. And you know, why don't you talk a little bit about it? Right. So we have a parenting summit coming up October was 7th through the 9th, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about resiliency, confidence, and, um, you know, just this 21 speakers talking about how to really help kids, you know, build that confidence and resiliency. And I'm excited about that. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. We have another partner that you recommended sharing yes. the love. And um, yeah, just from all different angles, I really encourage families and parents to, it's free, so you can access all of this wealth of information for three days for free. And I think it's going to be wonderful. I'm excited about it. Me too. Me too. And you know, that what's nice is you can just save the date in your calendar and you can even make it, you know, a, a weekend away if you need to and want to have that that time or a day away. Right. So that you don't have the distractions, you know, around you and you can um, really just delve into all of the, the different speakers and how they're encouraging you along your journey as a parent. So thank you. I like that idea. I like that idea to kind of carve out that time to just listen to because you'll have 24 hours to listen to the videos, just carve out, you know, a couple of hours and uh, really get that information. I like that idea. 
Grab awesome. some coffee or something. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> While the kids are in school or that's whatever. Right. <laughs> and I'll put all the information in the show notes so that it's easy for you to sign up and be a part of it. Great. So Anita, why don't you tell us how we can get a hold of you? Yes. So the best way to get a hold of me is you can visit me on my website, goodmom.org. And I'm also on Facebook, Good Mom Coach. And, um, you know, I'm there, I'm doing podcasts and summits <laughs> and posting information. So those yes, are the best yes. way. There's a link to my book on the website. So um, just, you know, if you need to get in touch with me, definitely the goodmoms.org. It's the best awesome. way. We will do that. Thank you so much. For listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.